Welcome back to Local News Live. I'm Brian Pierce. That's Ashlyn Hill. Ashlyn, you have a great interview for us tonight. There's been a high amount of employment turnover really across the country. It's a common trend. I'm fascinated to hear about what you learned. Yeah, absolutely. So a big uh, message, I quit, has turned into the great resignation for a lot of folks. Employers saying they can't seem to keep people on staff and employees saying, hey, we want a better work-life balance. So I spoke with a hiring expert today, uh, founder and CEO of True Staffing Partners, Jared Koselia. We sat down and he really had a lot of interesting perspectives and a lot of figures that might shock people as to what's going on inside the Great Resignation. We're now joined by Jared Koselia, founder and CEO of True Staffing Partners. Hi, Jared. Hi, great to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time. And you know what? I found out your nickname is Jared the Job Whisperer. <laughs> A perfect time in today's employment climate because we're all quite familiar with this term. We're talking about the Great Resignation. So tell us about what you're seeing on your end. Well, it's been quite a year of job transition for most Americans. What's amazing is about one third of the staff at just about every company in America has turned over in the last 12 months. So we've experienced a level of attrition and job hopping that is unprecedented in the history of America. Conversely, we've also experienced the highest amount of job opportunity demand in the history of America. And here we are in Q4 of 2021, a quarter where the rubber will meet the road for employers and job seekers to begin compromising in order to get these jobs filled. Yeah, so a lot of folks wanting to work from home, wanting a better work-life balance, struggling to find daycare for children. And now we've got vaccine mandates affecting large companies across the country. How do you see this all going? Well, what we found out is the number one motivator for job seekers is the flexibility to work remotely from home. We found that about only 30% of job seekers are willing to consider opportunities that would require them to go into an office five days a week or a restaurant five days a week or a manufacturing plant five days a week, 30%. So if you're looking to hire and your policies are a return to office with a five day a week mandate, you've cut your talent pool by nearly two thirds. Add to that vaccine mandates, and we did an unscientific survey of about 1600 job seekers and found that one in four, one in four was unwilling to get vaccinated as a condition of their employment, which whittles down your talent pool even more. You know, we're seeing that across every industry, too, even here in the news industry, folks not necessarily wanting to get vaccinated or not wanting to return to the office. So do you think that employers will have to try to work out some type of hybrid scenario or what do you think is going to happen? Well, it's a combination of different incentives that employers are utilizing in order to not just attract talent, but retain that talent as well. I'll give you a, a extreme example. Spanx just offered $10,000 of stipend travel spend money and two first-class tickets to all their employees as part of a retention policy. Amazon and Target are paying for the college educations of hundreds of thousands of their workers. So corporate America is looking for ways to keep people in their jobs and draw people to them that are far from what we would consider normal in a competitive job market. 
You know, that's funny because I covered the CEO of Spanx giving away those first class tickets and the travel stipend. And even live on air, I was like, man, I guess I should be working for Spanx. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, you know, with all perks come strings. And as a job seeker, you have to really understand what strings are attached when you're accepting a sign-on bonus or incentives that are non-monetary. And often there's a certain period of time where you have to stay with the company or you have to return that sign-on bonus or those extra incentives. So this is interesting because you would think, you know, anybody would be able to get exactly what they want from a job, but I'm going down a list of issues and you're saying that there could be some issues for new job seekers, one of which including artificial intelligence. Well, look, it's no secret that computers are replacing jobs that can be done with automation. And that resonates everywhere from the factory plants for big auto to programmers and developers in the software vertical. None of us are immune to the future of artificial intelligence doing things for us so that humans can spend more time adding value in either more emotional or ways that the machines have not yet learned to adequately replace humans doing. We have to embrace AI. We have to embrace creating the human capital to support AI so that humans can do more sophisticated, better paying jobs here in America. Incredible when you really think about the future of our economy. Do you think that most folks at this point in their life are are thinking, what will I do instead? Is there a version of employees that are trying to reinvent themselves and kind of find something else? Reinvention is an ongoing theme through the pandemic in just about every facet of life. And absolutely, people are recalibrating the careers that they want to have, have gained additional education and training during this stay-at-home or unemployed downtime during the pandemic. And they're now leveraging that training and education to move their careers into different spaces and verticals. Wow. So do you think working from home, obviously that's gonna be a big turning point. Do you think that's gonna cause issues for people's personal lives and data and cybersecurity or anything like that? Well, I specialize in the cybersecurity and data privacy space. That's the niche that I come from. And so we represent thousands of people whose expertise lie in those areas. And yeah, it's a growing concern for all companies. The investment in workers having the permission to work remotely from home is a try investment in people, process, and technology. And what we're seeing, if you look at, say, Microsoft stock in uh, the end of Q3, they had the highest amount of desktop sales in the history of their company. Why is that? (laughs) Because all of a sudden companies are supporting the technology that will allow people to work remotely from home and they're investing in desktops instead of laptops because the expectation of travel has changed dramatically. So we're seeing people invest in technology. We're seeing people invest in new policies and processes that attract and retain talent with a hybrid or work from home modality. And this is the new normal. This is the new normal. Wow. So do you, I guess your advice would be for both employers and employees to start reinventing yourself and start really figuring out what the next step would be, or what would you really say right here on the job front? Well, adapt, uh, being adaptive, being able to adapt is a form of reinvention. So reinvention sounds hyperbolic to some people. Oh my (laughs) gosh, we're going to have to go back and get a new college degree. That's not necessarily true, but yes, this is a great time for companies to recalibrate culture to recalibrate policy, and to look at how they can be more profitable and productive 
with the constraints that have been put on them through the pandemic. You know, before I got into the staffing space and my undergraduate degree was in theater arts, we have a saying in the theater, <laughs> limitation frees creativity. And I've always lived and died by that saying because you have to have boundaries in order to really come up with innovation. And that's exactly what the pandemic has done to most companies is created unforeseen limitations that have led to unforeseen creativity. Wow, that, that was very eloquent. And here I thought you were just gonna say, you know, we say break a leg, good luck everybody, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else that you would like folks to know? Because I kind of am reading here in your background, more so, you kind of foresaw this. You saw this trend kind of happening where folks were going to have to adapt and really start moving toward the more technological way. Well, look, in my space, we deal with technologists all day long. And the number one motivator for candidates in my industry since 2018 has been the permission to work remotely from home. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if you're waiting tables at a restaurant, it's a little bit more difficult to do that than if you're working as a software programmer or policy writer or even an attorney reviewing documents on a large scale litigation. But what we're also finding is because these people whose jobs require them to be in a restaurant or in an office or in a plant, particularly restaurant workers who are being paid less than $3 an hour, they're not even being paid minimum wage, and they're being asked to essentially be judged for their livelihood with every move they make. And believe me, plenty of waitresses in particular have suffered harassment of, hey, you know, pull that mask down, sweetheart. Let me see who I'm tipping. And that kind of behavior, I think, speaks to some of the bigger trends we've seen over the last few years as it relates to the Me Too movement, as it relates to Black Lives Matter. And the reality is women and people of color are not going to be treated and tolerated, uh, tolerating that behavior anymore. And so we're seeing more and more women and people of color change professions, level up their skill set and education, and find ways to avoid being beholden to a culture where their work and livelihood is tied to a minute-to-minute -minute judgment performance from customers. It's not a fair situation, and those are going to be financial models that are hard to sustain because they cannot find the talent to fill those positions. Wow. Wow, absolutely. I mean, when you really think about it, that's exactly what a lot of us are realizing at this day and age. So, wow, you know, I guess you really are the job whisperer, everybody. <laughs> it's my pleasure. I, I appreciate you having me and I hope I was helpful to your listeners. Jared Koselia there again, the job whisperer, as you heard, a lot of insight. You know, my biggest takeaway, adaptability as both the employee and the employer. Technology isn't going anywhere. It's no. going away anytime soon. <laughs> And the job market's been changing for years, and he mentioned that, and the pandemic just expedited that process. I found it fascinating, though, when he compares, say, a job as, as he mentioned, a software engineer. You can work from home, and those jobs can bring in people that want to have that flexibility. Mm -hmm. But then somebody like a, a waitress or a hostess at a restaurant, that's something you have to go in and do. And, and we're seeing that play out. Not as many people, and of course, there are pay differences there, are interested in those jobs. You have to go and, and be in there for. Yeah, I guess we're all just going to go try to get hired at Spanx so we can get $10,000 in, in travel vouchers and two first-class flights. So. That, that's the answer, <laughs> sure.